Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Moist Style Podcast. So today's episode is about how to stop making throwing errors as an infielder. Um, a lot of infielders and coaches don't realize how important throwing is, but the more I watch baseball, it doesn't matter what level I'm watching, you know, that seems to be the, uh, the thing that a lot of infielders struggle with. Um, they do a great job on fielding him. I'm not saying they don't make they don't make fielding errors, but but they do a great job on fielding it. But they cannot complete a lot of plays because you know we either come up short or we throw it away. Uh, you know we're rushing the throw because obviously it's a lot different when you're practicing or you're playing catch. You know just throwing, and when you actually have somebody getting down the line when you're turning over plays, when you're throwing the run, when you're throwing a you know, routine ground ball. Um, you know, for some reason, it just you just out. You just kind of put a little bit of pressure on yourself, and and those are the things that it's hard to work on because we're not going to have runners all the time. You know, when we're working on fielding, but one thing that you can do, um, if you, especially if you're a coach, you can have your infielders on a on a stopwatch, so you can just tell them different times. You know, if we have a fast runner, you know, you got to get the ball uh, to first under you know under this uh, this time or 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 average runner or slow runners. You can take a little bit more time on this one. Um, so, so the infielders kind of have an idea, you know, how much time they really get and, you know, and how to, when to take their time, when to speed up, but obviously under control um, and when to, uh, you know, kind of keep it average speed. Um, but the first thing that I think a lot of, you know, just about every, really every infielder should have, it's a, it's a, it's a throwing routine, especially at the younger levels. Um, you know, it's, it doesn't do you any good to have a great arm, but you don't have, you know, your accuracy is all over the place. Um, you know, sometimes I hear coaches like, yeah, this kid's got a great arm. That's awesome, right? But if we can't complete plays, then it's, it's kind of pointless. I mean, uh, great job on having a strong arm, but we're still going to be able to complete plays. So you have to have some kind of throwing routine. Um, I've posted a couple of videos on, on Facebook about, uh, maybe one or two videos on uh, on throwing routine. Uh, it's been a while back, and you can look look it up on my YouTube channel, Moist Style Baseball. Uh, and it obviously is there is there for free, so you can just watch and just kind of get some tips, uh, some ideas. You don't have to do it specifically that way, but that can kind of get you started because you have to be able to throw from different angles. I always talk about this with my infields. You got to be able to learn how to throw over the top accurately. You gotta be able to throw three quarter. You gotta be able to throw sidearm, which a lot of people think sidearm is kind of just throwing the arm off to the side this way and kind of disconnecting. It's really staying, learning how to stay connected all the way through. Because in 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 baseball or softball or infielders, you gotta be able to throw from different spots. You're not gonna be able to be consistent if you're only able to throw from one angle, but you're not, you know, you're not really working on the other angles. You have to be able to throw. You know, when you're turning the whole plays, when you're throwing the run, when you're going backhand, when you're going forehand, every play has its angle depending on the and the infield and how comfortable you feel throwing from, from different spots, uh, um, different slots over here. So um, that's the first thing you have to have. And, and when I mean about throwing routine, it's, you know, really working on creating a whip. Uh, I talk about this a lot on my, on my, my channel, my Facebook um, page or Instagram or, or Twitter or or um, uh, TikTok, whatever you follow me, 
Uh, I talk about this a lot, how important it is to be able to consistently pull back and create a strong whip so we can actually get some velo behind it and at the same time we're taking care of our arm. Um, so we have to have that and you have to make it really part of your routine. And, and I'm saying this because I, it, it is very important. Um, you know, I go watch games sometimes. I go, I go some practice sometimes when, um, and I kind of just watch how they play catch. And very few teams and players out there have a throwing routine. All they do a lot of times is just go get ready, you know, go get loose. And that's really what they're doing, getting loose, but they're not really getting ready. You have to have some kind of throwing routine in order for you to be able to give yourself a chance. Now, the other thing that I noticed too is that when I'm watching infielders in the middle of the game, um, you know, they go, they go take the field in between innings. You have the first baseman rolling ground balls to a, a third baseman, shortstop, second baseman, right? So sometimes I feel like, you know, I don't think players understand how important it is, especially if you're not an elite infielder yet, how important it is to be able to take those ground balls, just like if you're doing it, like if you have a runner getting down the line and actually work on different throws. And I've mentioned this on a couple of my videos before where I talk about how important it is for you as an infielder to take charge and tell your first baseman, if I flash it this way, make sure you roll the backhand. If I tell you, you know, if I, if I go this way, make sure you roll, me, roll it to me uh, forehand. And if I go like this, you know, make sure you go, um, toss me a slow roller so I can throw on the run. Because you've got to be able to test every, uh, different things out. you got to be able to test your arm out because some days your arm may not feel 100% uh, like it did the weekend before, the game before, for whatever reason. Maybe you're fatigued. You might have pitched the game before for some of you guys that pitch and play a position. Um, you also have to be able to test the wind. Uh, you know, uh, here in Oklahoma, you've got, uh, especially early in the year, you got some windy days that it gets pretty rough. You know, the wind may be blowing in and blowing out, blowing sideways. Uh, so you have to be able to work through that, but you're not going to figure it out if if you're not doing it in between innings, especially because that's, that to me is the best time to do it. Um, you also have to be able to, uh, to learn uh, different what, what field you're on. If you're playing on turf, you know, can I one hop and get it there uh, in time? Can I, um, um, can I uh, one hop it on the grass? You know, is the grass pretty fast, pretty, pretty slow? Uh, is it a pretty choppy field? Uh, are we just playing on only dirt fields? Um, stuff like that because you got to be able to test all these different things out because when it does happen in the game, you can't be thinking about this. Okay, I'm going to want to hop it this way, but it, it's too much. It's too much going on in the middle of the play. So you have to already know what to do, and it just got to happen that split second. Um, the other thing that you have to also test, uh, be testing out, uh, it's your obviously your different throws. You know, you got to be able to. Uh, see how the balls is carrying when you throw over the top, when you throw three quarter, when you throw sidearm, uh, when you throw on the run. You know, do I need to aim more this way? Do I need to aim more that way? Because every game is a little bit different for some infielders. Because again, it all depends how you feel. So again, I don't think a lot of people realize this stuff. And obviously, when you're turning double plays, make sure you tell your first baseman, just wait for me to get back to my possession. So I can actually turn double plays, roll it hard or roll it slow, whatever you want him to do. So you can actually, uh, you're also testing out the field when you're feeling the ball. Um, 
stuff like that. You can also, you as a, uh, as a, um, as a first baseman, it's okay, it's okay to make a couple of throws. You know, you just tell the third baseman, hey, I'm coming down on this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it to you just in case you have to charge a bunt and throw on the run to third base. Or maybe just kind of, um, you know, make a couple of quick throws to second base uh, to your shortstop and just tell him, hey, you know, I'm going to feel a couple of ground, act like I'm going to feel a couple of ground balls and turn into a place so I can throw, you know, and kind of see the, the, everything else that I just talked about, the wind, the, uh, the field, everything else. Um, so when it does happen, you, you have a pretty good uh, idea what you need to do in the middle of the play. Uh, another thing that you need to work on in between innings, it's, um, you know, when you're fielding it, just kind of put yourself in different situations. You don't have to like do a certain way. Just kind of put yourself in different situations. Just kind of, just pretend like it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a fast runner. So you feel the ball, replace your feet, let it go quick, obviously under control. You say you've got average runner or you have a slow runner. So you're kind of playing different um, uh, scenarios in your head and you don't, you don't have to worry about rushing it when it, when it happens in the, in the middle of the game. Um, now, the other thing that I think is important that a lot of infielders seem to have is an arc, arc, arm, arm care program, I can't even say, an arm care program, because um, if you don't have that, especially as you get older, you play more and more games, you know, when you get to that, those showcase tournaments, and they, you know, sometimes you, a lot of times you're starting off, you know, you go from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, a lot of times they go into Sunday, depending how far you make it, you're making a lot of throws. Um, so in order for you to be able to increase your, your throwing velocity uh, and be able to stay healthy, you have to have some kind of throwing program. Uh, on my podcast, you have had a couple of different guys. You know, I've had uh, Justin Williams. He's talked about this before. Um, we've mentioned armcare.com. I don't, I don't have any deals going on with them, but I, do, I think they do a great job. If you do research on that, I mean, you, you start learning a lot. I've been learning a lot myself uh, because there are a lot of things that I didn't know back when I played. Uh, and I could have definitely avoided, you know, some injuries and, and being able to play longer and, 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 and with a healthy arm and obviously still be able to increase my uh, velocity. Uh, you got a guy that like 212 athlete. Uh, he's out of uh, Arizona. I think he does a great job with, um, you know, with, um, uh, with the players. Make sure you keep staying healthy. He has a lot of great information on his social media um, uh, pages on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, he's also got a YouTube channel. Where he throws a, uh, he shows some great stuff there too. You can reach out to him. So the information is out there. Obviously, it's just a matter of, of doing your research. And and if you really wanna, if you want as a coach to be able to help out your players, you you can you can do research. I mean, it takes time, but if you do a little bit of research, you start to learn a lot of stuff. Just like I've been learning myself. And it's not like I just I had it all figured out and I started teaching people. I had to ask several people. I've had I've asked people here on my podcast, and that's how I learn. I, I help out my players. I have a um, I have a youth team that I coach, and and they already know the routine. They know that before we even play catch, they have to do their bands. They have to do the um, their warm up, which is a um, um, set of exercises that they do. They know that after they pitch or after they they, they throw a lot that day, they're going to do their recovery part. They know that on the days off, not that all the kids do it because, you know, they're kids and sometimes they forget, which I wish I didn't forget, but, um, you know, they, they have the days off, you know, you, you can do full range of motion. So you're always keeping the arm, um, um, you know, 
help, well, at least helping you stay healthy uh, because you're doing whatever it takes to keep you healthy. Now, there's certain things that are, that are out of your control, so you can't do anything about that. But the stuff that you can control, you as a coach, you know, I, I would try to do some research. I know some of you guys do a great job and, and you know, you have to work another job and, and then you coach, um, you know, youth team. And so it's, it's pretty rough, but um, it wouldn't hurt to do some research. Um, you guys, if you guys are a ball player that are listening to this, you know, ask your parents or, or, or look it up yourself, you know, armcare.com. Like I said, it's a, it's a great uh, uh, website that you can kind of learn a lot from. And, uh, you know, they have some great stuff there. If you start reading about it, uh, I'm telling you, it goes, it goes a, a long, long ways. Um, another thing that I, that, that I, that I think this more for coaches that I think coaches need to do more of not saying that I want you coaches to be babysitting, uh, your players out there, but like what I, what I like to do is when they're playing catch, when my players are playing catch, I, I like to walk out there and continue to work with them. You don't have to be telling them on every single throw, Hey, you gotta do this. You gotta do that and, and turn into robots. But first, of all, you want to make sure that they're actually they're properly playing catch and, and you know, having um, work on their accuracy, work on their footwork, working on different angles, all the stuff that we just talked about and making sure they're doing it right. Because sometimes, you know, as a player, you start picking up bad habits for whatever reason along the way and you don't even realize it. So you as a coach, obviously, it's easier to see than it is for a kid to feel uh, what he or she is doing wrong. So it's important for coaches to go out there and just kind of help you know, uh, guide them the, the right direction, um, you know, kind of see where they feel with their arms. Um, and, and again, have different throwing routines for them where I have a certain throw routine for them where, you know, they're, they work on their arm angles first and they can work on replacing their feet, throwing the ball, following through, then maybe throwing, making some throws on the run, making some throws, uh, just, um, just making, um, uh, just pretend like they're feeling a backhand and, throwing the ball over the top, then forehand, throwing the ball. So put them in different positions, um, make them, you know, like I, what I do with my players, I haven't just put their hands up like they're the, the, excuse me, the cutoff man, like they're expecting a ball from the outfield and start moving their feet. So they're working on that throw too. So there's different ways to do it. But again, if you don't take pride in this, uh, you're never going to be able to, to feel comfortable playing infield and be able to complete plays. Again, you can spend all day long doing drills, fielding drills, but if you don't work on your throws, when it comes to game time, you're gonna be panicking a lot because you're not, you don't trust your throws. Sometimes we end up pushing the ball, we end up, you know, rushing the throw, we end up throwing out of control and then you know, there's no telling where the ball ends up. We come up short a lot. Uh, I see this a lot where the kids come up short and then the, you know, the, um, you know, the first basemen are having a hard time, uh, depending on the field, on, on scooping different um, balls there on the dirt. Um, so, again, you've got to take a lot of pride in this. Um, so, you can go to my YouTube channel. There's some, there's some great, a uh, couple of great videos that I put together there. Just short videos, but that you can, it kind of gives you a pretty good idea. Um, and I've always said uh, here that you can always reach out to me. Um, you know, I'll put my information below, my cell phone number, my email, and I don't mind, you know, kind of giving you some, some uh, pointers. So uh, I've been I'm working on putting together um, a throwing program for infielders. That won't come out for a while, but hope, I'm trying to 
put it together as quick as I can so I can put out the the, uh, the public and kids can benefit from it. So uh, as always, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe, give it a thumbs up, and remember, keep it Moist Style. Hey guys, Moist Style Baseball here. If you're interested in having me come out to your city for a fielding camp or a hitting camp, or if you're in the Oklahoma area and you're looking for private lessons or group lessons, you can shoot me a text at 251-509-3815. You can also email me at moistout33 at gmail.com. Keep it moist out.